This podcast is sponsored by NaturalBossNH.com, New Hampshire Vape Gallery, and SlowdownClothing.BigCartel.com. More on that later. It's time for episode 37 of Talking with Tope. What is happening, TWT fans? I am so happy to be back. It is Monday, uh, about 2 o'clock in the afternoon. It's been snowing here for quite some time. Um, And that's my weather update. It's friggin' snowing, but they said it's not going to stick, so we'll see what happens. I just want to remind everybody you can follow me on TikTok, Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, and Twitter. So go there. Hit the follow, give the thumbs up. Uh, I appreciate it so much. Thank you. I put content out every day. Um, So if you want to keep up with that, that's where you can follow me. Um, If you want to send your story or maybe you have a friend's story that needs to be heard, go ahead and send that to the email. That's right. T-A-L-K-I-N. With Topher at gmail.com. That's talking with Topher at gmail.com. Send, uh, maybe you got a request. Maybe you want me to talk about something. Send it to the email. Comments, concerns, whatever. Send them. Um, I'm always looking forward to reading the emails, going through them. The segment is still not going to happen, but that's okay. It seems like everybody out there is kind of shy, and I don't blame you. It's hard putting yourself out there. Um, this is not easy for me either, but if you want to send anything, send it to the email. All right. And then of course, as always, thank you for subscribing, watching, listening, thumbs upping, commenting, all of that. I, I can't say it enough. I thank you very much. It keeps me coming back here every week. So keep it coming, keep it going. And if it's your first time, please remember to subscribe Hit those like buttons, uh, send your comments, tell your friends, pass this thing around. That's how it's going to get bigger. I want it to get bigger. I want it to get better every week, and I'm doing my best. So I need you to do your best and share this with everybody. Pass it around. Let's get this thing blowing up. I'm telling you, uh, this train is going to take off one day. I know it is. Um, Everybody needs positivity in their life right now. Um, and that's it. Let's get into this episode this week, right? Um, it's, uh, taken me, um, let's see. I fasted early November. So it's been about almost, almost eight weeks. I think I'm creeping up on eight weeks now and I have just put all my weight back on. (laughs) So five days of fasting, um, took about eight weeks to put everything back on, um, get it, get myself back to where I was. And, uh, that's just part of fasting. I mean, uh, I, I love doing it. It's enjoyable. It makes me feel really good. It's a great way to discipline yourself. Um, but it is for me, it's a pain in the ass putting that weight back on, but I did it and now, now I'm good. And then, and, uh, Another four months, I'll be doing it again. Well, five months now. Um, so that's how the fast went. Putting on some weight, feeling good about that. 
Um, I do have to say that now that uh, my uh, my 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 uh, stressful uh, situation is over, um, I feel like I can kind of discuss it a little bit. And um, my my stress was uh, re- refinancing my house, and um, I did this because I've got this crazy feeling that uh, well. Everybody thinks that we're going to go back to normal. I don't think there is anything left of normal to go back to. Um, And the reason I say that is because, unfortunately, these type of events change us as uh, humans. They change our society. They literally change everything to its core. Um, and, and, And you never really come back from that, which means you can't go back to what was normal um, because it doesn't exist anymore. And now that we're a year later, um, it's seeming further and further away from what we used to know as normal. Is there going to be a normal? Yeah, we're in it right now. This is our normal. This is it. It sucks. Super shitty. Um, but to go off of that, you know, a lot of people out there don't want to wear the mask. They don't want to do this. They're getting fatigued. I just want you to know that we're all feeling this way. There's not one person out there that feels any different than you. The only difference is, is we're just trying to do what's best for everybody else. So, you know, I, I wear my mask. I keep my hands clean. I do what I'm supposed to. But that's because I care about other people and I don't want anybody else to per se get sick from me um but as far as i'm concerned i'm sick of this shit too i don't want to wear a mask anymore i don't want to fucking clean my hands a hundred times a day that's an exaggeration of course um but you know what i mean i want to i want to go back to whatever normal was and i mean that's just basically what what normal was for you um a normal day i think it's just going back without masks, you know what I mean? Being able to hug again and, and, and shake hands and, you know, uh, not have a fucking sign in between, uh, the chairs so that you, you know what I mean? All the chairs are open. So that's what I always consider. That's what I consider to be normal. Um, but there's a lot of people that their normal doesn't exist anymore. And I don't think people are recognizing that they're expecting the the vaccine to come in. We're going to get this and it's going to go right back to the way it was uh, before this all went down. And I wish it would. But we all have to know that that's impossible at this point, right? Restaurants are gone forever. Stores are gone forever. Everything's become more and more online based. Um, no one's really going out and getting their food. They're having it delivered to the house now. So this is completely transformed everything that we do, um, on a daily basis. And to kind of get to my point and move past this is, you know, I think it's going to be the end of 2021, um, before we start to see things, not go back to normal, but relax. I think it's going to be, 
you know, we're, we're, we'll slowly get back there by the end of next year. And then by, the, by I think 2022 is going to be the year um, where we all start to bring normality back into our lives, being able to sit next to people, being able to have family events together. And, and my hope from all of this is that these things become bigger um, and we all now understand how important they are to us. I mean, how many uh, Christmas parties are canceled right now? I already know of two of them in our family that have already been canceled. So we're not doing much for Christmas. There's going to be a few things going on, but nothing compared to what we're used to. Um, you know, there's COVID scares everywhere. Um, and, and that's just what it is. I mean, you know, people are going to get sick and, uh, you just hope that they make it through, uh, on the other side. Okay. Without any type of, uh, complication, but, um, to say things are going to go back to normal and 2021 is going to be the year. Well, if you're basing that off of getting the vaccine, someone of my age, which is 41, is not going to be on that list until the end of 2021 after they've vaccinated all the important people, all the elderly, all the frontline workers. I mean... I'm on the bottom of the list to get this thing. So I still have to continue wearing my mask and doing all this stuff until they finally get to the point where the vaccine can be given to someone like me. Um, and I'm fine with that. But I'm not going to sit here and be like 2021 is going to be way better than 2022. I think it's going to be slightly better because the vaccine is coming out because we know what masks do. We have slowed down the spread of flu, for Christ's sakes. I mean, that is a great feat, but we're not paying attention to that because we've got too many people fucking getting sick and dying from COVID. So we're not paying attention to the flu anymore. So that's kind of frustrating, but we, we did. We brought that down by wearing masks and washing our hands. We brought down flu. And yeah, sure, COVID is... It, it, it's a son of a bitch. It, it doesn't want to stop. And it's weird how it goes on like four week peaks. You know, if you watch most of the peaking, it's like four weeks of peak and then it subsides for a little bit and then it's four weeks again. And it's kind of like that all over the country. So that to me was pretty interesting. It's almost like uh, the spread started and then everybody kind of tightened up and then that's what had it drop off, you know? Um, so I'm not sure if I'm a hundred percent on that, but that's the gist I got when I was looking through things today. So I really am preparing for 2022. Am I hoping that 2021 is going to be a little bit better? Yeah. Well, that's one of the reasons why I did what I did. You know, I, 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 I've been chasing, uh, I've been chasing this getting out of debt, figuring myself out, uh, trying to make finances work forever. I have literally been doing the, probably the same crap for the last 27 years on how I do my books, how I handle my money. And I've always had everybody tell me, oh, you're doing it wrong. 
you might want to try this. Maybe if you did this, it would be different. And I kept saying, no, 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 no. The way I'm doing it is I know, I know that it works. I just can't get it to work, right? And this is what I used to tell myself. And, you know, I had friends and family members tell me, well, you should probably be doing this or you should be doing... And I was like, no, no, my way works. And I, I, I was being st- st- stubborn, uh, you know, just trying to do everything my way. And lo and behold, and I, of course, I didn't figure this out until I got sober. Um, but excuse me, the way I do everything does work. Um, you want to know what the problem was? I bet you you can guess. Oh, yeah. It was drinking. So I did the exact same thing over and over and over again, right? Usually expecting a different result. Um, But it never happened. Kept going further and further into debt. Kept going, uh, just racking up credit cards. So six years, eight months ago, when I was going to become an assistant manager for Walmart, I pulled a bank loan to get us out of credit card debt and fix this shit, right? So I do all of this, and then I get the assistant manager position, and as I'm getting the assistant manager position, they I literally got off the phone, signed the paperwork, and then they looked at me and they go, okay, so now you go to go take a urinalysis test. And I was like, what? And that was it. My eight-year career was down the toilet, right? I just took out this friggin' loan to pay off all the credit cards and get us out of debt. And mind you, I did use it to pay off all the credit cards. But then I still had to pay that loan, and now I don't have a job. So life takes over, right? Um, and so what do we do? Uh, what do I do? I choose to live off of them until I can find something. So went from uh, Hobby Lobby to, oh, shit. Where, oh, Hobby Lobby to Tractor Supply. Then I go to friggin' Uber, all right? And, 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 and you know... Uh, So I'm doing all this shit and I'm still chasing and I'm chasing and I'm trying to get to the number I was going to be at as an assistant manager at Walmart. And I'm chasing this and chasing it. And then I get the job at the vape shop. And now the job at the vape shop, well, it's doing very well. I have to be very honest. I I, I don't like admitting this, but if it wasn't for Baker... Putting the ban in Massachusetts, I think we would be doing okay as a vape, uh, as a vape store. Um, but because of the bans, and as stupid as I think they are, and how it really does hurt the vaping industry by banning these uh, flavors and banning all this stuff, because it just makes it easier for another state to jump on the same bandwagon. And then they're banning them across the United States, which is what I don't want um, because flavors keep me from smoking cigarettes, even though I think I'm so far past it. I don't think I'd ever go back to cigarettes at this point. 
So that being said, we're doing really, really well considering most vape shops surrounding us. Um, and you know, that's because we have flavors. We're just over the border. So it works out. I went from like 90% Massachusetts, uh, customer base to like 98% customer base from Massachusetts. So that helped us as much as it possibly could have hurt the vaping industry. And then you know, made it easier for other states to jump on that stupid bandwagon too. But that's neither here nor there, right? <clears throat> so now the vape shop's doing good. Everything's going well. So I decide to do this again. I'm like, all right, everything is finally going the way it needs to be. So I'm going to try and do what I need to to get, well, back out of debt. Like I tried and it fell apart. And I had to use credit cards for six years to build myself to, to, to survive. Um, and then this time around, um, we're doing it again. And as long as nothing major goes wrong, uh, the refinancing of the house went very well. It was super stressful, um, has been for the last six months. Um, even though the process only took two months, I've been doing nothing but building up to this point to finally relieve um, the tension that uh, unfortunately um, credit cards put you in. So, and it feels really good. I have not felt this relieved in years. And this was a lot of work. It took a lot of time um, and it took, huh, well, takes a lot of money um and i'm not i'm not trying to brag i'm not i'm not i am i am finally at the point in my life where uh, i can breathe and this is something that pff, i've never been capable of doing and to get back to the other point why did this all work all of a sudden why is it that i've tried this road Four times now. This will be my fourth or fifth time trying to dig myself out of the debt that I've put myself in. Except this time, you know, it includes my wife. And so it's a little bit more stressful because I'm not just doing it to myself. Right? So you never want to drag anybody else down while you're dealing with your own shit sometimes. But it does happen. But you've got to be the one to fix it. Just because, like... Like, I dragged her down, right? But now I'm doing everything in my power to build her up. So, for example, when credit cards were being used, the ones in my name, well, I just I just do whatever I wanted with those. They're in my name. Um, but hers would get used, and they would get, you know, paid on time. They would get more money added to them, or... Uh, we would get to a point where I would just use my credit cards and I would just pay off hers. So the entire time that my credit is falling apart and uh, money is tight and all these things are going on, I'm still drinking during all of this by you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get to that. I'm going to get to that in a second. Um, so all this is going on, but my, my main focus is making sure that I don't completely uh, destroy my wife. 
and 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 that's the way you have to do it in my opinion if you're if you're gonna uh try and take control of your finances and shit's going downhill you've got to make sure that you don't drag anybody else down with you um you want to you want to do whatever is in your power to make sure that the person that's helping you dig through this because that's what she was doing she was helping she she's never been in uh, any uh, uh, of the debt that I've been in or been stupid with their with her money. She's never been like that. So when I, when you start dragging somebody else down, you gotta you gotta make sure that they don't fall as hard as you do. Otherwise, there's no coming back from that. So these are things that I did. These are all things I did. Um, so now uh, being sober from alcohol, right and Finally figuring out my finances, you know, having uh, COVID was just a giant fucking shit show for everything and everyone, Um, you know, having to defer payments and do all this rearranging. I'm so glad I was sober when I did it because I don't I was just talking to my friend Tyler today and we were just talking about what if we were still drinking during this Jesus fucking Christ. I don't even know if I'd be alive. Um, so I, I, I'm so glad that I have done everything the way I've done it. And now being in this position again, but being sober from alcohol has changed everything for me. I knew the way I dealt with everything would work, but I could never pull it off. And for the First time, well, in 27 years that I've been dealing with my own crap, and for the first time out of five attempts to get out of debt, I finally got it to work. And it's not that I believe that I finally got it to work, it's that I finally got sober and stopped being stupid, right? So that's why I'm talking about this, because I've been... Doing the same stupid shit over and over and over and over again. Always looking for a different result. But the one fucking thing I never changed was the drinking. So now that the drinking is gone, all of a sudden, all the pieces are fitting. Everything's starting to make sense. Everything's starting to work. And it blows my mind because I literally thought that it was just me screwing up left and right. And I mean, it was, but I thought it was, you know, I was doing my numbers wrong, or maybe I did need to do things a little bit different, or maybe I should have opened up this account instead of this account. I always thought that I had just missed something and I haven't missed anything. What I was missing was, is my brain. I was missing the functionality of my brain without alcohol. So, like I say over and over again, getting off of alcohol, getting off of the drug of choice, getting off of it is going to change everything for you, just like it changed everything for me. And now... Four years later, I am starting to see great results. 
And I don't know if this would have been so easy for me if I didn't have all the support around me. And I know a lot of people out there don't. Um, but that's why I talk about cleaning up your surroundings, right? If you don't have positive people in your life, it's probably time to clean those people out of your life. Um, but yeah, so I'm really excited. Uh, I've worked really, really hard for this. Um, I've, like I said, lots of long nights and stressful days and lots of number crunching and, you know, going through the whole thing where can't buy this. We can't do that. We don't have money for this bills, 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 bills. So it is nice to finally have my brain back. It's nice to have everything working and we're going to, I'm going to do this again. Attempt number five should be my final fucking attempt at this. Unless of course, you know, um, jobs are lost or someone gets severe, severely injured. Um, I don't see any, uh, hiccups in the road, right? Or any bumps in the road right now, you know? Um, so I'm excited about that. It's been a lot of work. I really want to make that very clear. Um, I know when, you know, even me as a consumer, sometimes you see, um, you know, people doing great and getting to great places. Um, that is like the tip of the iceberg. We don't see all the work that goes in behind that. And there is so much work that has to be done in order to get um, to where I am today or to where some crazy mountain climber, uh, how they got to their peak. You know, we just know, oh, wow, he just climbed that mountain, but he's been practicing or she's been practicing that for uh, years or they had to do it, you know, 72 different times, map it out all differently before they could do it that one time um, and then show the world. So I want people to understand that even though I, 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 I'm in a better place, it's not without lack of work. It's not without lack of discipline. It's not without any of these things that you have to do in order to get through almost anything in life. Um, it's going to be hard. It's going to be a struggle. It's going to take time. It's going to take patience. Nothing happens overnight. And I, that's why I love doing this is because I feel like I get to show everyone realism. This is, this is real. This is what we're all doing right now. I am a middle-class person and I, I just do what I can to the best of my ability. And I just want to share my positivity and, uh, with everyone just with everyone. I want to share my experiences with everyone because it's, it's like brand new to me. All of this stuff going on. Yeah, sure. The podcast is super brand new. I mean, it's only eight months old, but the last, like the last year is like just been clicking. Everything has been clicking. Everything makes more sense to me now. So even after I got off of alcohol, I still had three years of cloudiness. 
I didn't start feeling this way until like a year ago. And that just goes to show me that, you know, it's like learning all over again. It's it, so everything is like a brand new, well, almost exciting, almost like an exciting new experience. And a lot of the stuff that I'm experiencing, I've done, like I said, multiple times. But this time, it's like something brand new because I'm getting different results from everything and everyone. Um, you know, I was, I don't do this very often. I was on Facebook and I saw, I saw a few faces that I hadn't seen in a long time. And then I was like, man, back when I first tried, like, I mean, I've made many attempts to get rid of alcohol because of state issued things. So I went through the 12 steps, right? And I made amends with people. That I didn't mean. And. I don't know. The other day I was flipping through. And I was like shit. I really feel like making an amends to these people. For real. Like before it was like yeah sure. You know this guy's telling me to go do this. I I tell them I talk to you. And I do this. You know no one else is hearing this but in my head. But I, I go and apologize to somebody. Oh alright I apologize. I write that down. I pass it in. That's how you pass. That's how you show you're doing better. So that's why it doesn't mean anything. At least it didn't to me at that time. I was just filling out the paperwork. Just trying to get uh, free. And this is the first time I've ever thought about this and been like, shit, man. I really think I need to make amends with these people. Because... When you do shitty things to people, now, you also have to remember, they may or may not accept your apology. You have to be accepting of their decision as much as they may or may, or may not accept you. Um, but apologizing is the key. Like I said, I'm not big in AA because of the God stuff only. But the program itself has some very good steps in it that can help relieve you mentally. And I was just like, I always liked, um, I always liked the amends part because I feel now if you're making a true amends with somebody, whether they accept it or not, if it's coming out of you truthfully from the heart, you mean it, whether they accept you or not shouldn't matter. Because you're just going to feel really good that you got that out. They could still hate you. They could still not like you. They could still not even answer you. But if they gave you the moment to allow you to get that out. And I know I don't want to do this over Facebook. But I mean the realistic. The chances of me running into any of these people would probably not happen. Um, especially right now where nobody's doing anything. So, um, but yeah, that's one of the things I was thinking about doing. I think it's something I need to, to um, I need to do to help myself. I need to, um, pass on, um, you know, my, my apologies. Um, and, and whether you think it's uh, pointless or maybe you don't think anything at all, um, 
I don't know. It just seems really important to me at this moment in time. And I think it's because everything is kind of working out and I'm getting like nervous because whenever I do something, shit seems like it's going good and then everything goes south and something wrong happens or this happens and you know what I mean. You're, you're trying to get stuff situated and then the car breaks or you're trying to get the car fixed and then the freaking oil furnace breaks. It's just one thing after another. So you're constantly uh, hemorrhaging money. Um, you're just having tons of issues and, and this happens to all of us. I mean, if you own a house, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, I don't think there's one house owner on the planet, even people who buy new houses still have problems with their houses. My parents bought a brand new house, um, in Derry. And when they bought that, they had, they had a couple issues with a few things and then the septic fucking failed. And I mean, it was a nightmare. If you own a house, it can just turn into a nightmare at the flip of a hat. So while this is all, um, so Making an amends to me right now sounds like a really good idea. I wanted to put it out there because I feel like if I put it out there, I'm more kind of holding myself accountable. Um, I like to do that a lot. I I just, I I mean, without holding myself accountable, I'd probably be taking a nap right now. I mean, I got everything done. Dogs are good. I don't really have anything to do. You know, I could go see my parents. I could, you know, do a few other things. But I choose to be making this podcast, putting myself out there, and showing people that it can be done. It can be done by somebody like me, which is still mind-blowing to this day. So, nothing in life is easy. I've never had anything handed to me. I've always had to work really hard for what I have. And that makes me appreciate it a lot more. Um, And it's just really nice to know that all the stuff I've been doing all these years, the only problem I was having was the drinking. Because as soon as I took the drinking out, all of this stuff works. Almost everything works. It's so wild. It's so wild. So um, if you're having troubles in your life, you think things are not going right, um, or maybe you think things are going right, but you can't figure out why they keep failing, check it out. Check it out. You might be drinking too much, too much foggy brain, maybe, I don't know, too much of something, right? But yeah, so... Uh, like I said, I'm just trying to put this message out there, not to brag, but to show you that this is not easy. And if you get rid of the problem, it's it's so interesting how things actually work out. Um, let's see here. I also want to mention, uh, you know, and again, I've got a lot of stuff going on and this goes for all of us, any of us, whatever. Um, when someone slips and they've been trying to be sober, you want to, you want to be there for the person, right? But not, 
in an enabling way. You want to be there for support and to get them help, especially if they want to stay off. But you don't want to, like, baby the fact that you fell off because I've been been told two different ways. One of them was, oh, you know... uh, if you fall off, it's okay. You know, you 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 are gonna be fine, and you you'll get back up, and you you just start all over again. Um, and that's more of that positive pat on the back type of thing. And and I think that does help, but I think um, you know, a little bit of negative, not even negativity, but I guess it would be a negative vibe. You know, I I always I I would see it a little bit different. Um, I would definitely like be like, oh, all right, well, um, you know, you fell off. This isn't good, but let's let's work on staying sober uh, longer this time, or maybe we could try a few new tricks to help you get off, or maybe it's time for you to uh, check yourself in and actually go to a facility. Um, you know, so there's all kinds of different reasons why somebody will slip. I I do believe, um, I do believe that it's mostly, um, environment based. Um, so that's, I mean, that's so important. If you're surrounded by it all the time, um, usually give in, right? So we don't want to do that. You want to be there to help people who fall off their sobriety. You want to help them Um, because when they finally figure out that alcohol is the problem or this is the problem or that's the problem, then it almost becomes like an insecurity. And what I mean by this is, is I know right now, 100% alcohol is my problem. So if I was to fall off the wagon, right? I don't know why we. I I I, I hate that term. Um, but if I was to start drinking again, well, now I oh, I I become insecure, right? Because if I fall off, no one can know. It's gotta be a it's gotta be a secret. I'm not going to expose it right away. It's not like uh, I'll be at a restaurant and just order a drink in front of everybody. If I'm planning on drinking again, I'm going to just go to the liquor store and buy a bottle, right? Which is a horrible idea in the first place because I haven't drank for four years. So if I was to get back into it and drink a fifth, I could almost, I could literally kill myself with alcohol poisoning. So, and that's another point I want to make. But, so... I know I, I would hide it, right? So now I know alcohol is my poison. And now I'm starting to slip. So I go into I go into the liquor store. I buy the drinks. I'm doing the thing. But by the time I get home, now I'm worried about my wife finding out that I've been drinking. So now I'm going to brush my teeth. I'm going to do different things. She's going to notice something's up. She might not the first day, but by the end of the week, she will notice because you're not going to just have that drink and be done. If you slip, you're go- we all go back in. You might slip and one, two, one, two, but eventually that two becomes three, that three becomes four, 
that four becomes five, and the next thing you know, you're finishing off a fifth, driving to the liquor store, buying more nips. So it could it's always going to get progressively worse. We do not know how to sustain. We don't. It's not in our DNA. It's literally not in the DNA to sustain. I will never be able to have a casual drink with friends, ever, in my life. And that's fine. I've accepted that. And I feel good about it today. But if I was to slip, these are all the things I'm going to have to do. So that makes me insecure, right? Because I know what my problem is. I'm doing it again. So now I'm going to hide it from everybody. So that's why I say I think that if somebody does fall off the wagon, yes, you want to be there for them. But no, you don't want to enable them falling off the wagon. You kind of want to be a little stern with them. Yeah, there we go. I like that word. So I feel like you got to be a little stern. You got to uh, maybe throw a little little yelling in there. Maybe maybe the person needs that. Maybe that maybe that's what was missing. You know, I, I have found many, many things to um, deal with my shit. Um, I have lots of fucking ways I deal with my shit. And I have gotten to a point in my life where I'm not too worried about going back to alcohol, just like I'm not that worried about going back to cigarettes. You know, it's just those things are not on my mind all the time anymore. Um, but the holidays bring that shit out in me a lot more. It's just probably why I was thinking of it. It's probably also why I wanted to tell people, you know, I wanted to apologize to them because it's the holidays. We've all had a shitty fucking year. And I know that a message from an, well, they're going to know me as an alcoholic, right? And a fucking piece of shit. That's why I'm apologizing to them. Um, so I, would that bring somebody uh, a little bit of light? I don't know, but I was going to try it. Um, but yeah, just, uh, you know, I, I'm just trying these things. So I think you should try these things. Um, you know, if it's going to make you feel better, what could be the harm? Um, you don't get an apology. I mean, you don't get the apology acknowledged. You know, they don't accept it. Oh, well, well fucking boo-hoo. I mean, what, were the, what was the shit that I, uh, that I was doing or you were doing to those people while you were intoxicated? Right? So if they don't accept your apology, well, that's because you fucked up so bad that they're not going to accept it. But maybe... Just throwing it out there could brighten their day. And who knows? Maybe them not accepting your apology made them even happier. Well, at least you put a smile on their face, right? I mean, it's a little bit of a joke, but I'm, it could go that way. But they might get some enjoyment out of turning you down. Who knows? So this is just shit I'm thinking about. You know, the holidays are tough and finding out that two parties are canceled uh, because of COVID uh, literally um, from someone getting it. And then the other party is waiting for their test back. So COVID is starting to hit really close to home um, and it, it, it's it's kind of nerve wracking. And uh, I'm sure if you're dealing with this with family members right now and they're canceling Christmas parties and shit, well, hang in there. Keep doing what you're doing, because if you haven't gotten sick yet, I, I feel like we're doing it right. I haven't gotten sick yet. I'm actually going to go purchase fucking COVID tests. I want to get some rapid tests for everybody for Christmas. Fuck this shit. 
COVID has fucked our lives up, and I can't wait for 2022. The holidays are here, and I want you to go to naturalbossnh.com. That's N-A-T-U-R-B-O-S-S-N-H.com. They've got, like I've said over and over again, one of the best hand sanitizers I have ever used. Their salve is amazing. Uh, it's great for dry skin. It smells wonderful. Um, I love it. It gets rid of all that uh, horrible dry skin we're all getting right now from shoveling and spreading salt. Uh, really helps with that. Um, uh, and, and they also have, <clears throat> excuse me, gift ideas. That's right. Look at this. They got nice, beautiful gift sets already put uh, made up. They, some have lip balm. Um, let's click in it. Let's see what's going on. So, yeah, you got a care kit with two lip balms, one of each blend, and two hand sanitizers. You got the best man. This includes two beard oils, one of each blend, and an herbal salve. Um, the I Heart You includes one herbal salve, two lip balms, and one of each blend, and one hand sanitizer. And you can select any one of these three uh, for 19 bucks. So great gift sets. Um, you know, the holidays are here. Um, they also, don't forget that they have uh, a foot and body soak. So all kinds of great things coming uh, out for the holidays. Now the gift sets. So go to naturalbossnh.com. That's N-A-T-U-R-B-O-S-S-N-H.com. That's naturalbossnh.com. N-A-T-U-R-B-O-S-S-N-H.com. Go there, get your hand sanitizer, get your beard oil, uh, get any one of these wonderful organically made uh, products today. The holidays are here, and you need to go down to New Hampshire Vape Gallery located at 180 Lafayette Road, Seabrook, New Hampshire, down the street from Home Depot and next to Smoke Rings. We're open seven days a week from 1030 to 8 p.m., and you can give us a call, 603-814-4171. You can come in our store, provided you wear a mask. We don't only have vaping stuff, right? <clears throat> We've got a lot for your, all your vaping needs, but we also have uh, multi-mats. And the multi-mats, I have these amazing printed mouse pads. These things are great. <clears throat> Anything you need to put down on the counter, uh, let's say it's got a glass bottom. Well, you can use one of these wonderful mats to put your glass piece down on and not have to worry about it getting broken. Or you can just use it for your mouse to your computer. Um, they've also got the little mats. These things are oh, these things are awesome. I love these little mats. These little travel mats are amazing. They also have 9 by 13 mats. Awesome. Awesome silicone mats. These things are great. Silicone mats are amazing. They go, uh, I think it's about 400 degrees in the oven, maybe 425 max. And so you can cook on these, but they are silicone mats. So they have many other um, uses. All right. So there's the multi mats. And hey, if that wasn't enough, check this out. That's right. You see that blue border? Look at this. This is an amazing table mat. It is 
ginormous, fills up the whole entire table, and it is just a great silicone mat. If you don't want anything slipping around on your table, get yourself a table multi-mat silicone mat. It is, they're just great. Um, also, also we have um, CBD, all kinds of CBD. I've got uh, muscle and joint cream um, right here. There we go. Um, we also carry uh, tincture. These tinctures here, no THC in those. So great uh, for the person that still has to take a drug test today. I also have other tinctures. These are full spectrum, okay? So if you have drug tests to take, <clears throat> don't take full spectrum. You will pop positive and then we have vaping cbd so right here you got some cbd bay made by uh vape goons so if you know the name they make a great uh vapable cbd and so does savage five different flavors of savage to choose from for your vapable cbd and then of course other products in cbd form uh pre-rolled um cartridges disposables and um yeah so we have more than just disposables and vapes and coils and tanks and juice we got cbd we got multi mats we got all kinds of stuff so come on down to new hampshire vape gallery today located at 180 lafayette road seabrook new hampshire down the street from home depot and next to smoke rings where you can come in our store provided you wear a mask and find whatever you need um, and get your holiday gifts today at New Hampshire Vape Gallery. I look forward to seeing you there. Slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. Again, that is slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. You need to go here this holiday season and get some wonderful tattoo-inspired printed everything. Skateboards, gloves, shirts, neck gaiters, uh, trucker hats, you name it, they got it. And uh, the winter hats are awesome. Those, uh, they're great. These leggings for women, I absolutely love the prints on all of these. And the leggings go from the ankles to the thighs. The shirts are awesome. Check these out. I've got a whole bunch of these things. I absolutely love these prints. All right, they're colorful couple classics here huh I never know which way to turn the damn shirt it's a good thing this is a high production studio <laughs> but yeah i mean these shirts are just awesome so i myself i wear these i love them they are great shirts super comfortable and <clears throat> even though i've washed them a hundred times this the the print is still strong it's not all cracked up it's not splitting so they use a great uh, printing quality on their shirts, um, along, as well as they do everything else. So again, this is slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. Slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. Go to this website today. Get yourself some holiday t-shirts, skateboards for the kids, trucker hats for the husband, Whatever you're looking for, they're going to they're gonna have it for you. High quality, great products. And uh, again, that is slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. Slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. If you're not sure how to spell that, I got it down at the bottom of the screen. 
And um, let's get back to the show. I have got another story besides all the stories I just told you. Um, no, no, no. Uh, I, I, I have got a story. And this story has to deal with my second Dewey. Yes. Yes, I've had two. And um, I'm going to do my best. So anybody out there that listens to this podcast and you know exactly what happened, um, I apologize if I'm incorrect. I'm just doing my best. I can't fucking remember most of these details anyways. I literally have the, um, the, the, the paperwork in front of me from uh, my, my driving record, the... Uh, uh, criminal record and all the documents that I had to uh, acquire in order to get my license back. So I've got I got all that in front of me. I'm building this story from that because I mean it was in 2005. So bear with me, okay? I do my best. All right. So 2005, yeah. I was, uh, I believe, I was looking for something to do, got a call from a friend, or maybe I called the friend, and he was like, I'm at a tattoo convention, and at the time, I would drive anywhere, you know, if I wanted to be with my friends, that, that was it, I would just go drive, so... Well, I was deciding to go to the tattoo convention, and... I get to the tattoo convention. Uh, feel like I spent the night there. Not sure. I really do. I feel like I went up there on like a Friday, and then we were there Saturday, and then I was heading home maybe Saturday afternoon. Um, like I said, not not too important, but. I'm driving down the highway now. If you live in New Hampshire, you know. Uh, 101 that leads uh, to the beach um, and 101 is a long boring two-lane highway um, and then as you come into or get closer to 293 uh, by exit one um, there's a bridge well I when I went to the convention I couldn't drink because I was or maybe I was drinking this is the problem guys this is the fucking problem with the brain and it's weird uh, sometimes I do feel my memories coming back to me and then I have to write them down but this will all probably come flooding back after I've recorded so I'm gonna like I said I'm just doing what I can for my brain um let's see here so I go to the convention and uh, I think I was, I was drinking because we were showing up the convention. There was some hanging out and some partying. So those guys were drinking. Um, I'm friggin', uh, I guess I get up the next morning. Um, I have no booze left, right? So I'm like, all right, fuck it. It's good. I don't, I didn't, I, I didn't drink. Uh, in the morning, or maybe, maybe this could have been shit. 
hate when I do this. This could have been when I wasn't supposed to be drinking. So when I went up there, I was not drinking to be in front of everybody as not drinking. And then when I left, being around all that drinking made me stop, made me want to stop at the liquor store. So I did to grab a bottle. And then I would always do the same thing. I believe I stopped at a McDonald's, got a big drink. Um, and then of course, you know, drank some of that with my food and then made enough room to fill half that bitch up with a friggin' bottle. And then I was sipping that all the way down 101. So that means I had to have gotten off around 11, probably exit shit 10. Um, but anyways, that's not important. So get off the highway, get McDonald's. Drink some of the cup, eat some food, grab the, the booze, put it in the, uh, filled up the cup. Um, I got the fuck bottle underneath my seat because, you know, when the drink gets down to the bottom, you got to be able to fill up again, right? Fucking moron. Um, I'm saying that to myself, obviously. Um, but, yeah, so I get down close to the bridge. You know, we're coming up on passing exit one. And I get into the fast lane to get around somebody in the slow lane. Then the friggin' person in front of me wasn't going fast enough. Now, mind you, I've been drinking for one, two, three, four, seven exits. Could be, could have been a little bit longer. So that's almost 20, 25 minutes. Um, so I've drank almost half a bottle now, right? So I'm drunk. I'm driving. And the person, I move over, and the person in front of me now is moving slow. And I am not sure how I even fucking did this. But I guess instead of slowing down when you're creeping on someone's bumper, I figured I'd just bump them. So I bumped them. And then I was like, oh, they hit me. And, of course, later I found out, no, that was me hitting them. And then because I hit them, I lost control of my car. And when I lost control of my car, I was in the fast lane. And it just started just just tilting. And when I got to this point here, as my ass end was... Uh, 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 as my ass end was swinging out. My nose of my car caught the cement, uh, and, and that's the median in the middle. And it caught the cement, turned my car sideways, and then my car was still in drive. So we just plowed right into the wall, you know, go up, go down. So I get out of the car, and I'm panicking. Obviously, there's antifreeze spraying all over the fucking place. Uh, the fucking car is toast um i i really am shocked I, I walked away from half of these car crashes um so my initial thought is oh my god get the fucking booze out of the back seat throw it into the trunk as i'm going into the trunk i'm now realizing well yeah yeah i'm going to the trunk to grab everything i'm now realizing that i have pot on me so now i am on the bridge on 101 and I am chucking shit in front of, like, a bunch of people. There was, like, two or three cars that stopped. People got out. 
This day where you're like yelling at me because I fucking hit them. I guess I hit two cars. You know, it's in here. Two cars and caused, you know what I mean? It's just fucking craziness. This the, Drinking was just my, it was awful for me. It was awful. And I wish I had learned about it sooner, but then I wouldn't be here. And then where would I be? So moving on. Um, so yeah, I'm tossing shit and I realize I can't toss the bottle of alcohol. Because I threw a grinder, I threw a bowl, but it was metal. Um, and I'm tossing this shit off the friggin' bridge. So it's going down below, and I, I, I hope I didn't hit anybody else with the fucking shit I was throwing. I don't even know if they collected it. Um, but I realized I couldn't throw the glass bottle. Because no matter where I threw it, it was going to be on pavement. And there's cars everywhere, so I could pop someone's tires. And I probably wasn't even thinking this way. I'll be honest with you. I was probably thinking if I just hide this in the trunk, get rid of the marijuana, then they won't. It will be good. And I, I already got hit, so this wasn't my fault. It's probably exactly how I was thinking, honestly. Um, and and the way I'm thinking right now, well, is the way I think now. Um, so I, I, I get arrested the whole nine DUI you were driving. This person says they you you hit them. That's what caused you to swerve. Bah, 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 bah. So. Uh, and, and man, I'll tell you, getting a DUI in the first place in New England sucks. And to get a second one. Uh, five years apart It was five years later, so. Um, it, it was, this one was a real bummer because <clears throat> as you can, well, you can't see, I'm not going to show you. It's got too much personal information. So that was a silly statement. All right. So let's see here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's see. 10, 12, 2005. I had my operating privileges revoked. DWI second offense. Uh, three year loss of license. Three years. Hold on, it gets better. Um, so they also wanted me to do a seven day, um, multiple offender program, which is the MOP program. And I don't know if this program exists anymore. And I'll tell you a little bit about it. Um, so I had to do all that. I had to do that. Plus I had to do, um, Counseling. Um, I also had to. Yeah, I had to do. I had to do counseling. Um, oh, and see right here. Uh, they see it was a total of. Yeah, three years because it's, it was licenses operated and suspended initially for two years, and then when they convicted me, it turned into a three-year bid. So I mean, it just gets worse. Um, so, uh, I had to go away. I had to literally go away. Uh, I forget, oh, man, that's up. Uh, it's, uh, that mop program was, uh, up by fun spot in New Hampshire. That's 93 North. So yeah, it's up that way. Um, but yeah, so I had to go there. I had to do that. I actually had a really, I had a real good time in the MOP program. Um, you know, I was a cute chick there. T 
talked to her, met a really nice guy that I've never spoke to again, but it's just like anything else you do, jail, um, you meet people and then you'll probably never speak to them again. As much as you try to stay in contact, I'll be honest with you, it's not really that great of an idea, you know, um, you know, they always tell you don't. Uh, get into relationships uh, while in rehab or um, AA, and uh, the kind of the, the same kind of goes for like friendships and stuff. You you can have them; it's not frowned upon as much as dating. But I mean, you're both in there for a particular reason, um, and the chances of any good coming out of it, uh, I've always heard, wasn't a very good chance. Um, so. Uh, it's unfortunate, but I did meet some nice people in there. I also got athlete's foot there. That was fun. Never had it in my life. Had to share a shower, no shower shoes. Boom, athlete's foot for life. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And then when I went to jail, I was like, oh, I don't have to worry about athlete's foot now. You know what I mean? Just like stupid shit like that I went through in my head. I mean, I, man, when I went, I don't know, that's what it was. I think I went to jail. Um, and I was surprised that I never got athlete's foot in jail, but then I go to the mop program and, uh, that, that I get athlete's foot from. So weird shit. And I don't even know if that's how you get athlete's foot. It, I think it is right. That's why you wear, supposed to wear shower shoes when you use a public shower. I think, um, don't quote me on that. I told you I'm a moron. Um, so yeah, I had to go and do that. I had to get out of that program. Then when I got out of that program, I had to go into counseling, all right, so that's super fun. Um, this happened on October 12th of 2015, uh, of 2005, right? Um, so uh, that's October 12th of 2005, um, and then, uh, you know, I had to go to counseling, and I had to do counseling, and I think I told you about the counselor that I dealt with, um, and he did not um, exist when I was done. So, and, and also, I want to let you know that my, oh yeah, this, it was a total of five years. So it was two years for that one part, it was three years for the other part. So it was a total of five years with loss of license. At the end of five years, because the counselor was no longer available, all my work went out the window, and I had to go back in, and I had to do it again with someone else. And so I did, and that is why I lost my license until April 18th, 2011. So that is over six years. Without a license. For what? For what? You know? So that is my DUI 2. Not any better than my DUI 1. Came with a lot more paperwork. I mean, I had a $500 fine. I think it cost $1,000 to go to counseling the first time. Cost $1,000 to go counseling the second time. Never mind, I had an SR-22 on my license. Luckily, the best part about the time that lapsed 
is that even though I had to have an SR22 on my license at the end of the five years, at the end of the six years, the SR22 dropped off. So when I got my license back, no more SR22. And if you don't know what an SR22 is, an SR22 ensures your license. So that means any fucking vehicle you get in, you are insured 100%. So it is so fucking expensive. It is astronomical. If you're paying $125 for insurance a month, times that by three or four for an SR22. It's the easiest way for me to explain it. This, of course, was also nine years ago. So, like I said, my information is probably wrong. I have no idea what it costs today. All I know is that it's three to four times more expensive than your normal insurance bill. And it sucks. And you cannot drive without it. So, by that falling off, by the time I got my license back and being able to have normal insurance and not an SR-22, that was that was awesome. So, don't drink and drive. Don't drink. Shit's bad for you. Uh, I don't know. I don't know, man. That that's my DUI too. That's what I. That's what I'm thinking about today. Um, you know. So I just hope you enjoy this podcast as much as you've enjoyed my 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 last podcast. Again, you can follow me on Twitter, Snapchat, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Go there, uh, follow, uh, posting all the time, every day. But and I and I just want to thank everybody for watching, joining. Send your comments, uh, please. They're super important. If you have ideas, I'm willing to listen to them. I did my CBD podcast because of comments, okay? Um, uh, which I, I see that everybody enjoyed, so I thank you again. These are just more little things that keep me coming back every week. Um, so again, if you... Enjoy the videos. You enjoy everything. Subscribe. If you're going to watch the videos, all right, I'm going to say this a little bit more in the beginning uh, next time. But if you watch the videos, just hit that subscribe button. That's what helps me the most. I love and appreciate the fact that you viewed the video. But please click the subscribe button. And, of course, there's the email. So if you or someone you know has a story that should or needs to be heard, send it to T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com. That's talking with Topher at gmail.com. All right, and that's it. I hope everybody enjoys the rest of their day. I hope everybody enjoys the rest of the weekend. And as always, I'll talk to you later.